It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. How are you this evening? I am at my best. Great day today. I played ping pong earlier. You did? As you know, I practice here at Our Heart Radio. We have a table. Yes, so, we know, do. Play with Jordan. Yeah, you guys Works live on too. the ping pong table over there. Nonstop. So that was great. And then I had a quick <laughs> dinner and came here. How are you, Angie? I'm great. I had a, such a good day today. Something happened to me, and I'm really excited about it. What so, happened? You know, we're all about love and romance and yes. all of that on our show. Uh, there's a, a a couple of friends of mine that are getting married this summer oh, in July. Exciting. Uh, somebody that I work with, he and his fiance are getting married, and I am an ordained minister, and they asked me to officiate their wedding. What does that mean, ordained minister? So that means that I have the authority to legally marry people. Are you serious? Yes. And Congratulations. So, yes. How I, romantic. And it's like my first big wedding that I'm doing. So I'm super excited. And the fact that they're friends of mine makes it extra exciting. You're going to be the one saying, uh, yes. you, X, X, you know. Yes. Do you take so-and-so take- to so-and-so and like blah, blah, blah. You may kiss, you the, may bride. kiss the bride. And then it's all legal. They sign it. I sign it. And boom, they're married. When is that going to happen it's in mid-july so i'm really excited we gotta about follow it. that story oh you're gonna follow I'm it i'm so excited for you and I, for them i am too i'm nervous about it though because it's huge they're friends of mine and the, it's the biggest day of their life and i'm kind of in charge so i don't so, know i talk for a living but talking in front of a bunch of people in an official capacity will you be nervous you think or? I, I will definitely be nervous i take it i have to take it serious I can't imagine you getting nervous talking like that. it's a huge responsibility it now it's not just us blabbing right now on the no. radio <laughs> but no but but I'm excited, and I'll let you all know. I'll show pictures. I'm going to put pictures up on the rendezvousshow.com of, yes. of my friends, and I'll show the whole process of me getting ready. So, By I'm, the way, if you want to know more about Angie also, what's your social media, Angie, on, on Instagram? I thought you were going to ask my social security. I'm like, we're oh, not going no. that far. We're not. Uh, no, uh, Angie sh- Taylor Radio, A-N-G-I Taylor Radio. Check Angie Instagram. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You'll get to know a lot. And, yes. of course, the rendezvousshow.com where Angie and I are here all the time. Exactly. And speaking of the rendezvousshow.com, we're going to answer some some emails up next in Bonjour Simon Marcel. Yes, that's that is coming my up. Favorite segment. Mine too on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are in the Oulala studio. Mm-hmm. Talking about love and romance. Our website, by the way, for any emails that you want to send is therendezvousshow.com. Lots of stuff about the rendezvous up there as well for you to check out and waste time at work or at home or whatever <laughs> you're doing. Uh, and we do have Bonjour Simon Marcel right now, our yes. big bag of emails. Mm-hmm. This one comes from Mira. She's from Media, Pennsylvania. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Mira. I asked my boyfriend if he thinks I'm sexy, and he said that he loves me and I'm cute and I'm beautiful, but not sexy. Uh, hello. I obviously mm-hmm. want him to think I'm sexy, so I need some advice on how to do that. What do you think? makes a woman sexy what will make her sexy that's a bummer that she straight up asked him do you think i'm sexy and he said "Mm, no (laughs) i would be devastated if i mean at least lie to me i don't know pretend you think i'm sexy i mean what can she do simon so i'm going to try to find a reason for why he said that let's see if you find it acceptable angie some men might think sexy is cheap some men might think sexy is Maybe slightly vulgar. Some men might be so old school that they don't want to tell you sexy because they think it makes you cheap. So for their girlfriend, because they love you uh, truly. So that's, I think, why he said it. Um, the other thing is, if you want your man to uh, call you sexy, 
well, I think you know what to do. It's the way you dress, the way you tease, the way you flirt and everything else. What really matters is not what he says, it's the way he treats you. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the ooh-la-la, it's not because to be called sexy, although it's very nice. It's the way the chemistry in the ooh-la-la is. Is there passion? Yes, the passion, the intensity, the repetition of the passion, mm -hmm. no monotony, the, you know, the creativity in the erotic department. Yes. That's what matter. I you made such a great point that I it didn't even occur to me that he might think that way because I think there is a big difference between saying a woman is beautiful and saying a woman is sexy. Exactly. Because beautiful is all encompassing. He loves your heart. He loves your mind. He loves the way you look outside. It's, I, I'll tell you that my father never told my mom she was sexy. Always beautiful and all this. Now, and they've been together for 52 years. I'm not even sure my mom would want to be called like this. She's very old school. Because of that implication that sexy might equal cheap. Okay. Uh, who is sexy? Exotic dancers, sexy. See, Stuff like that. But so, I would I love when my husband says that I'm sexy. It makes me feel like I'm turning him on. It makes me feel like he wants the ooh la la. It makes me feel like I'm, you know, being a temptress in a I, way. I totally understand. I, I, in the general rule, it's all good. Some guys, old school, won't, won't say it. Yeah, and I wouldn't want, but I wouldn't want him to just think I was sexy. I want him to think I'm beautiful and I'm cute and all the things Interesting. that, that which, which Mira's man is saying. Exactly. So, so when that happens, have a sense of humor. Right. You know, it, 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 it's okay. What matters most is the way the chemistry, the respect, the, the ooh la la, the fun, the laugh, the caring, the reliability. And maybe you know, dial up the sexy a little bit. Ah, uh, always. And the dress and the teasing and all of that, like that, you said. Exactly. That And then I think you'll say it. That was perfectly said, Simon, because I honestly Thanks, didn't even occur to me, but I guess this is things that men think about, you know, Some how they're coming up. old school guys, yeah, yeah. They don't want to be their friends to call their wife sexy or hot. They don't want the woman to be objectified. Some women don't want to be objectified, mm -hmm. and some guys don't want their girlfriend to be objectified, period. There's a time and a place to be objectified. I will you, say that. You know it. <laughs> well, let's talk more about the sexy. Have you ever tried to do something sexy, and it didn't really work out quite as well as you planned? That is the worst. It's so awkward, but we're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. In our last segment, Bonjour, Simon Marcel, we had an email from a woman who didn't feel like she was being sexy. Her man didn't think she was sexy. Nope. And that can be hard if that's, you know, the image you're trying to protect and you don't feel like you're doing it right. Have you ever tried to do something sexy and it didn't work out quite as you planned? Or has someone ever tried to do something sexy for you and you were just kind of like, mm, this is not that's, working for me? That's a great question, Angie. And just made me, it reminded me of a, of a time in my life years ago where uh, um, I started to date this, this lovely woman, very lovely woman, but one night she tried too hard. One night, how could I say that? I think... She went overboard? She went, it, it, it was forced. Forced and fake. Yeah. And I, my instinct, I could feel it. And so that turned me off. I didn't know how to react to that, you know? And she had too, too much to drink and the whole thing was too loud, yeah. too obnoxious. Mm -hmm. and, and even how wonderful and, and charming and beautiful she was... The forcing on me, the sexiness turned me off. Yeah, because sexiness doesn't always have to be screaming in your face. There's subtle sexiness that can be very, you know, like just under the radar, flirting, winking, a whisper in the ear, you know, Absolutely. a kiss on the neck is a oh, caress. If I'm there, you know what? One of the cra sexiest things my husband does is if I'm just working on my computer or reading or I have my back to him, if yeah. he just comes up and kisses me on my neck. 
the ne- like the hair stand up. I'm getting like all excited just talking about, about it. I see that. Because it's just very subtle and slick. And then he'll walk away and I was like, ooh, you're going to get it. La, 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 la. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sometimes you can come off too strong. And that, especially if it's out of your nature and you know it's forced, it can be rough. Exactly. Has that ever happened to you? Why don't you call in and tell us about it? We want to hear about your botched attempts or the uh, botched attempts somebody else made <laughs> on the sexy. It's 855-905-8255. Let's talk. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking all about the sexy, and we just got an email in at therendezvousshow.com. You can email us there anytime during the show, after the show, yes. if you want to talk about anything we're talking about or if you need advice. Uh, this one comes from Andrew in Fairfield, Connecticut, Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, my wife has been taking pole dancing classes, which I thought would be cool, but it's horrible. She falls when she's on the pole. She moves very clumsy. It's more clumsy than sexy. It's definitely more of a turn off than a turn on. But I don't know how to tell her. Any advice? What do you think, Simon? Uh, She's trying. I, I mean, I think Andrew is very selfish and has to, to look at himself. I think that what lesson are you taking, man, that you can talk like this to your wife? I think it's selfish. I think it's inconsiderate. And I think it's not about sexy or not sexy. It's about that she's taking lessons. She's taking a dare. She's making an effort. She's making an effort. And what effort are you doing for her? Are you taking lessons? Are you? So you have to be, you have to be considerate and kind. It's not just about the ooh in this case. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important to show support to each other and not just be spectator. And Andrew, it's time for you to wake up. You have an extraordinary wife who's doing something very daring. Support very it. Very daring. Very daring. I've always course, wanted to do that, and I don't have the nerve to do that. I applaud that. So I think Andrew is selfish. Andrew, has to, you have to listen to me, mano a mano, and be a better man. And, and, and start... Even yourself, considering that you know she's doing something extraordinary. Yeah, and encourage her. Of you know, course. Don't say that she's doing bad. Don't make fun of her. That is the biggest fear when you do something like that. When you put yourself out like that, that somebody's going to come back and embarrass you. It's You're a gonna... shame. I'm, I'm mad at Andrew. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I really say it. I think You're... it's it's selfish from a guy to say about his wife or girlfriend. You know, she's clumsy. She's mm-hmm. that. Listen, you're lucky she's even even trying something. I agree. What are you doing for her? I agree. She's putting an effort. Be nice. If yes. you if you need advice, it, sometimes you're gonna make us mad. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I get mad. Hey, we'll shoot you straight though, and we'll help you out. Give us a call 855-905-8255. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Having such a good evening, taking all the emails and calls tonight, hoping to help you mm-hmm. with uh, any relationship advice you might need. Speaking of which, we have a caller on the phone. If you want to call, talk about anything that we're discussing tonight, ask advice, 855-905-8255. Let's go to King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, home of my favorite mall, the King of Prussia Mall. Let's talk oh, to right. uh, Yeah, let's talk to Eve. Hey, Eve. Hey, how's it going? Bonjour. Good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, so should I just like get right into it and ask you guys my advice? Jump right in. We are here mm-hmm. waiting with bated breath. What is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel so stupid even saying it out loud. But um, so my boyfriend's dad is a huge cheater and he's cheated on my boyfriend's mom for quite a while. And I just, I don't know if it's my trust issues or what, but I don't know, like, can I trust my boyfriend? Because he is very similar to his dad in many ways. And so sometimes I just fear, like, 
will he result to what his dad did and just cheat on me with a bunch of women? I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm overreacting, and then I think, like, should I be on the lookout for this? Yeah. Um, you know, the, in history, we don't uh, we don't judge the, 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 the son by the father. The crimes of the father should not be given to the son, mm-hmm. right? So um, you, you can, for instance, you can, you can fall in love with the son of a criminal who is not a criminal and, and at all. So... My question for you, Eve, is there is anything else that worries you for you to use that example? Did you is there something he's doing that you find he's like acting like a player or is or, there any yeah, other thing? How signs? does he talk about his father? I mean, he looks up to his dad and I think that's why I am a little nervous about it. I mean, he you know, he doesn't really remark on the fact that um he knows that his dad cheats all the time, but he kind of sweeps it under the rug as well. So by not saying anything gets me a little worried sometimes because well, I feel def- like – go ahead. Sorry. He, he has to defend his father no matter what. Listen, the thing is all of us have flaws in our parents no matter what, but we don't like anybody else to tell us about it. It's our parents. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's totally normal and natural that he defends or say nothing about his dad until he's ready to talk about it. Because it's an attack on him. He, he's half his dad, in a way, genetically, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it also, you know, it's for his mother, it's difficult. It's something very complicated. Not that I will defend the behavior at all of his father. I just think I want you to give the son a chance for the way he is, not the way his parents are acting. Yeah, can uh, I agree with that 100% what you said, Simon. And, and like you said, the sins of the father are not that of the child. Yes. And from first-person experience, I will tell you, my father, who I totally looked up to growing up, even though he was never around, it's always like the parent that's not there that mm-hmm. you sort of idolize and, and romanticize this person like they're amazing. But my father cheated on my mother all the time and it was something that she cried to me about I could see the pain on it I'm not a cheater um, and my father was and and, and, and it was and, and because, you married a very good man and I married a good man and I think it was a lot of me seeing the damage that it did to my family and my mother and the pain that it caused was something I never wanted to replicate so yes I know there's a lot of people who have parents that have addictions who don't drink there are people who have parents that cheat that would never dream of cheating so there's so many things that could be bad that you don't know about that that this man of yours doesn't have. So I would judge him by who he is and not anyone else. Exactly, Angie. Well, well said. It's really we got to give a chance to the dude for who he is, what he's doing and the way he treats right. you. Let's not worry about his parents. We, right. It's not fair. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are right about that. I just get super paranoid sometimes, but you definitely made some good pointers there. It's understandable that it would cross your mind, but God forbid we're judged on the people around us all the time that make mistakes or our parents or our family because uh, nobody would ever want to date me if they knew the backstory on my entire family history. So No, but we make our own choices. It's right. Me, Angie, that's the point. You right. made your own choices. Yes. Your daughter and I will make our own choices. Exactly. We all have to live t- towards our, uh, our standards, yep. ours. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Everybody has their own. Thank you so much, Eve, for giving us a call. Hopefully we, we helped you out with this situation. Let's give the dude a chance. Okay. Thank you. Thank you both. You're welcome. You're so welcome. If you, like Eve, need some advice from Simon Marcel, our French romance expert. And Angie Taylor, the American realist beauty. Yeah, that's right. A realist for sure. If you need beauty any, too. <laughs> thank you. If you need any love advice, relationship advice, call us right now, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we were just talking to Eve, who was worried that her boyfriend would cheat because his dad is a cheater. And Simon, we found this study mm-hmm. about whether or not cheating is hereditary. And it turns out for women, it actually might be. They say that 71% of unfaithful women had mothers who cheated. But with men, it's only 45% of cheaters uh, that were the sons of dads who did the same. So with women, it's more likely that if your mom is a cheater, that you may be a cheater. I don't, my mom, I can guarantee never cheated. I'm not a cheater. But do you feel like it's the same for men if, they're, if their fathers are cheaters? No, no, no. I think that, first of all, you know, there's a saying that says, don't judge the son by the sin of his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, never, never. Um, so, so I think that you don't learn how to cheat uh, looking at your father. You learn what's right and wrong from your parents separately as the rules, right? Right. And the way you also your mother, you know, uh, acts, each of us can make a choice. Right. I don't like to put on the parents that kind of burden. Right. As adults, it's way too easy to say, my dad oh, did it. Oh, totally. So I'm, you know what I and mean? We blame our parents for everything. Uh, but And I think they can totally influence your outlook and, and the way you behave yes. in relationships. But it doesn't, I don't think it's that black and white. No, but I, because he cheated, now you're going to be a cheater. And you know, the proof of this is because you take any family with multiple, you know, sisters and brothers that do not do all the same thing. Yes. They do not love the same way. They don't all get divorced. So maybe everybody makes a choice. Take responsibility. That's why I really don't judge the son because of this father's sin. Yeah. But don't take your parents as an excuse for your mistakes. I agree. That has to stop. A thousand percent I agree with that. So. Uh, what other things make you more likely to cheat, though? Apparently not Alcohol. your parents. Alcohol. That's, right? uh, yeah, well, that can definitely. One too many. That can be an influence. Yes. We're, we're going to talk about those things coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. This has been a very interesting conversation about cheating. That's for sure. And so I want to know, because scientists are saying that there may be an actual genetic component to all of this. Mm -hmm. There might be a cheating gene and maybe tests down the road to see if you're susceptible to this. So I want to know, Simon, would you take a cheating gene test to find out if you had this in your DNA? I mean, would it really affect your life one way or the other? I couldn't care less. I would do it. I mean, you would do it? Oh, I don't care. What if somebody insisted that you did it? What if it was somebody you were dating that said, I want you to take this test. You need to take this test. What Would would you feel a different type of way because somebody was insisting you did? No, it doesn't bother me at all because I, I don't give the credibility too much. So I would say if that makes you more at peace, why not? Yeah, I would, would you do it, Angie? I would. Now, suddenly your husband and Jason say, if it were my idea, whatever, because I don't think it's going to affect the way I live my life or conduct myself exactly. one way or another. I mean, I have addiction. It's genetic in my family. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the addict that my father was. You know, there's a lot of things that are genetic in my family that I I just don't. My grandmother exhibit. was an addict too. Yeah, I don't exhibit those behaviors. So, I mean, and maybe in other ways, not with the alcohol or uh, drugs or whatever. But I guess if it were me, no big deal. If somebody was insisting. I took it, I would have a problem with that because... So if Jason, let's be more yeah. specific, if your husband Jason said, I need to take that genetic test about... I would have a problem with it would. because it shows he's not trusting me. That, and so this means we have a deeper issue that we okay. need to address. Okay. You know, because why do you need me to take it? You know who I am. You know my track record. You know how I behave. Why do you want me to take it? What's going on? Why don't you trust me? You feel the unspoken needs to be explored. Exactly. I got it. Okay, good point. Exactly. Very good point, Angie. Well, let's see what our listeners have to say about it. Would you make your partner get tested for a cheating gene? I'm curious. Call in and tell us about it. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. So we've been talking a lot about cheating. Somebody that earlier had called us and said that they were worried their man was going to cheat because the man's dad cheated. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that you're going to cheat? Uh, I don't think so, Neither Simon. Do I. Yeah, you don't think so either. But there are some signs to look for. Okay. Apparently. And these are based on science, scientific studies. I'm all ears. Here's one that says, if they've cheated in the past... Mm, I I take issue with that because I do not believe in the once a cheater, always a cheater mantra. I I think people can make a mistake and feel horrible and learn from it and never do it again. Agreed. But they say anyone who's cheated in the past, even if it was a prior relationship, could cheat on you again. Doesn't mean they will, but they could. Well, of course they could. Anybody can any time of the day. Right. They have anxiety and they get jealous easily. I think that is a good indicator. Unfortunately, if your partner is jealous, anxious, they're more likely to cheat, at least according to a recent study. Um, If they're jealous, I feel like there's a reason for it. There's something inside them that's insecure. A lot of times people will cheat because of insecurity. They need Mm -hmm. that validation. It's for their ego. So I think there might be something to that um their friends cheat 70 percent of actually 77 percent of cheating men also have cheating friends uh that doesn't mean that 77 percent of men with cheating friends are going to cheat but it should be a little bit of a flag Mm -hmm. because a lot of times it's you are who your friends are if you're hanging out with these guys that cheat all the time they don't think it's a big deal so maybe your man is like well i must be the odd man out like it must not be a big deal because everybody i know does it so sometimes you kind of go with the flow you you go along with what your friends do doesn't mean that he will but they're saying it might be make them more likely to i want you simon now okay this one on here and jordan the other the two men in the room right now jordan our assistant producer i want you guys to look at your ring finger on your hand, okay? The one where you wear your wedding ring, your ring finger. Yes. So a study found that people who have a longer ring finger than your pointer finger, that means you're more inclined to cheat. So your ring finger, okay, and then your pointer finger, like when you point. So is it longer? (gasps) Simon! Mine is longer. Simon, yours is longer. Um, Is yours, Jordan? (gasps) Jordan! Ooh. But who doesn't? Um, Jill. I don't. Oh, Adam. Adam back Adam in the studio, back says, in the studio no. says no. I don't. Jill doesn't either. Ooh. So me and Adam and Jill are nice people. You and Jordan are clearly terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but it does say that a university study found that people who have longer ring fingers and pointer fingers are more inclined to cheat. It's a sign of more testosterone exposure in the womb. Really? But good luck trying to measure your significant other's fingers without looking crazy. He's going to be like, why are you measuring my fingers? I don't know if you made us a favor, Jill. Why? Because she said, as a woman, she, her fingers were not like hers. You said the same. Mine, That's yeah. That's two of you. So that means that now every time I'm going to go on a date. They're going to be looking? Yeah. And they, they're going to say something? Because I now, thought maybe Jill, as a woman, would save us and said, me too. She didn't. No, remember, this is just maybe you're more inclined. It's not exact. So it doesn't mean exactly every single person that has no, a longer... I agree. Listen, I've cheated in the past. I don't cheat anymore. Period. You have cheated before. I have. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie now on the show. I've I cheated have in one my time 20s. T- I cheated too. I cheated on my college boyfriend um, who we were in love and I cheated on him oh, okay. down the road because I was kind of like trying to get away from the relationship. I was trying to find ways to fight. I was doing one of those things. Right. And I ended up cheating. I felt horrible about it because I told him that I did it. It devastated him. I never want to see 
I don't ever want to be the cause of that kind of pain in another human being as long as I live. It just destroyed me, and I felt but, terrible. No, and, and I have done it more than once, to be honest, in my 20s. I regret it all. It's, yeah, it's, it's regrets, but I haven't done it in 15 years. It's so. not It's not a behavior no, that is attractive. But, but is I ref- when you think about yourself, you don't want to think about yourself that I, way. Absolutely, but I've learned. I've lived and learned. And we live and learned. forgiveness, and, and, and I'm not going to claim here that I didn't do it. Well, I did. Well, it, see, and I, you own it. You own it, and you know that you've changed, and you grow up. And absolutely. That's what we do. We move on. And so if there was a cheating gene, I want to know. Like, let's <laughs> yeah, say there's yeah, a gene. Me too. I want to know. Would you want your partner to be tested for it? Would you insist that they were tested? Would you take the test to see if you had it genetically in your DNA? We're going to talk about that next. That's interesting. It is on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. So we've been talking about cheating, and now scientists are maybe saying that this whole thing could be genetic, and maybe there will be a test down the road to find out whether or not your partner is a cheater based on their DNA. Mm -hmm. Now, would you want to get tested? Would you ask your partner to get tested? We're taking calls 855-905-8255. We do have somebody on the line Mm -hmm. from Dallas, Texas. Say hello to Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Bonjour, Kylie. Hi, hi. Hi, we're good. How are you, Kylie? I'm good. It's good to be talking to you guys. Yes. What do you think? Would you want your partner to get tested for the genetic cheating gene? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, why? I want to know. Yeah, I want to know if we got a problem down the road. Like, if I got to be paying closer attention than I normally would. I don't want to get blindsided. I've so been blindsided that... before. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> so you're mad. You are mad. You have an axe to grind. Do you think if it came back a hundred percent, this gene is in your boyfriend? What would you do? I'd be really suspicious of any work trip he took. Well, I don't want to be Kylie... suspicious all the time. But listen, you don't have to be. I mean, everybody, every second of the day, Kylie can cheat on somebody else. What's important, Kylie, is your connection with him and him to you. That's all. I, I don't think it's a matter of, of that. I think it's a matter that things are fluid. Mm-hmm. The heartbeat of the relationship is good and everything else like this. You're sh- showing him right up front that you don't trust him right away. And maybe that's going to start another level of problems with you. I mean, it shows that you're not trusting him. He's going to be on the defensive. Do you see how maybe that could cause problems down the road? I guess. It's just hard because I've been burned before and I just don't want it to happen again. Girl, we've all been burned before. All of us. But every relationship is a new relationship and you can't bring those ghosts from the past into the present. Kylie, just remember these words. Who doesn't dare doesn't live. (laughs) Simon said it. Simon says. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling 855-905-8255. That's the number to call if you'd like some advice from Simon Marcel or myself, Angie Taylor. We are The Rendezvous. You're back with The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are in the ooh-la-la studios. We sure are. Uh, you know, love and romance, sometimes we got to talk about cheating too, which isn't very romantic, but it's part of life. And now we're going to move on to date or dump. Very easy. We get emails all the time that just want a definitive answer one way or another. What should I do? Date this person or dump them. TheRendezvousShow.com if you want to send one to us. This one comes from Alex from Hempstead, New York. He says, 
hey, guys, last night, the girl I'm dating asked if we could go to the mall. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, she asked me if I'd buy her this pair of shoes that she needs but can't afford. I bought them for her because she put me on the spot, but I definitely felt a little weird. And it's not the first time she's asked me for something in the three months that we've been dating. Should I date or dump her? I say you should date her, but you have to talk to her. It's not... Her who's at fault is you for not saying no when you don't feel like Put saying no. Put your foot down. Exactly. And you got to man up. Okay. It's not, you know, she's she's asking this, she's asking that. All you got to do is say, hey, listen, that's enough. That's it. Or why not? Or why? All you got to do is open the dialogue. Open the dialogue. It's exactly the note that I put on here, communicate, you did, yeah. Simon. I can see that. It says to me that, you know, she's either a gold digger and is just using you for free stuff or... Maybe she's struggling but, financially. Maybe she actually needs help. You don't know her situation clearly, so you need to do a little investigating. No, exactly. And and also, I think that sometimes um, some people look like children needs to be told no. Yes. Right. You have a twelve years old. Got to so, teach them. Yeah. Sometimes it it helps them evolve. Yes. To maturity that you put your foot down, man up, and you say no. Show the limit. Is a way of loving. Show the limits. Pavlonian, like a dog. Pavlov's dogs. Yeah, show them show, show them the behavior that they no, need it, to exhibit. It's, it's okay to say no. No is not, doesn't mean I don't love you. No means I love you with limits. So your answer is date, but do some talking. Date and talk. I agree D-N-T. with you. Yes, yes, exactly. If you need dating advice... Like our boy Alex from Hempstead. Call mm-hmm. in right now, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Remember that number. Our phone lines are open, so you can call in with any questions you have. Love, romance. We have the beautiful Simon Marcel, <laughs> French romance expert. Why wouldn't you call in to ask a question? We have you, Angie. Oh, well, That's thank you. That's why I'm here, you know. Just... Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a call on the uh, on line right now. Let's go to Springfield, Massachusetts. Say hello to Stacy. Bonjour, Stacy. Hey, Simon. I've been watching your show. Oh, in bed with Simon on FYI. Thank you so much, Daisy. Thank you. very A lot of fun. Everybody loves your show, Simon. It's so good. So far, so good. And you can find the show on the rendezvousshow.com page, you know, by the way. Yes, anytime. Hi, Stacy. How's it going? What can we do for you? Well, um, okay. So there is this guy that works in my building that I see every day, and we talk every day in our conversations are amazing, but he never asked me out. And I know he's not married because he doesn't wear a wedding ring and he told me he's single, so I'm not really sure what the deal is. But is I'm he, wondering Is if- he straight? Let, let's figure that out. Is he straight? I think so. I mean, yeah. I, okay. Every implication implies that he, he is, for sure. I mean, he's super masculine and like... Well, I don't know. No, I think he is. <laughs> I think he's straight. But I'm just like... Should I just suck it up and ask him out, or is that weird? Well, I do. Okay, you, uh, Stacey, um, you don't have to directly ask him out because that could subject you to, you know, a rejection. I would say if you do, if you know, if he likes, if he likes to, I don't know, have coffee. I would, I would just do more things with him. Yes. To get a feel, to use your intuition, Stacey. You have this magic tool as a woman. You get closer. You have coffee. Maybe you go to a Starbucks coffee. You go see something. Find things to do with him. Don't ask him out yet. 
And then he might have a girlfriend. He might come out of a bad relationship, even not in the mood. It does, we don't know if he likes you or not. We don't know. We're going to assume he does, but maybe it's not the right time. Get to know the guy. Yeah, and it sounds like you have all the groundwork laid out. If you guys, you know, you're obviously physically attracted. You guys are having great conversations. That's like the first step already is there. Like, you know, it's something. So, like, I agree with Simon, especially if you work together. There's going to be so many opportunities, whether, I don't know, maybe there's like a company party or if you have coffee in your building, lunch. Okay. Okay, I have an idea, by the way. When you leave, when you've worked with him, I've done it before. <laughs> if you go with him, you walk out to the car, right? Just walk to his car like you pretend you're talking about something. If the guy doesn't understand this message that you start walking after, the, after work together to his car, you don't ask him out. You just walk and then you say bye. After three times, if he doesn't get it, he's a schmuck then. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I, I've done it. I mean, if you say, oh, I'm going to walk you to your car, that means you're interested. Right. But and you you also, I think working together is such a good opportunity to use that to your advantage. I would go up to him maybe toward the end of the day and been like, oh, I've had such a crazy day at work today. I need a drink. You want to go grab one with me? Yes. That's a good way to start it. And like, hey, I need to bounce something off of you with Jenny and accounting is getting on my nerves. I need to talk to somebody about it. Like, whatever it is, just make something up. I would. <laughs> All yeah. right. I like so it. I, yeah, <laughs> take your chance. Who doesn't dare doesn't live. Huh? Right. So. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Yes, Not a thing. Stacey, give it all you got. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. Right chance. on, Stacey. Good luck with him. Right. Let us chance. know what happens. Yes. I like it. All right. Thank you for calling in. Anybody can call in at any time if you have a question for Simon, for me, for The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, mm -hmm. I love doing this show with you. We can have I just say? Have, every night is a lot of fun in the Ulala studio. I love spending my nights with you. Oh, thank you, Don't Angie. tell my husband. I don't want to get in trouble with Jason. <laughs> He's a boxer. He's going to box my nose. No, he will not box your nose. We'll play ping pong I'll box me. his nose if he tries to box your <laughs> nose. But the show was great today. We talked about how to be sexy, how to not be sexy, what yes. makes you more likely to cheat. Yes. It was a great conversation. And when mm -hmm. is it okay to ask for things in a relationship? When we were talking about the cheating, that's when your Simon Says came in today. Because in all fairness, um, I said, you know, don't judge the son by the sins of his father. Because that's a key thing. And it would be the same for mothers and daughters. I am tired and sick when I hear, you know, men or women apply to somebody they meet, to somebody, oh, but their father did this and this and this, mm -hmm. or her mother was like this mm -hmm. and that, and then so, oh my God, it's going to be so bad. No, no, no. We make our own decision, we make our own choice, and we should take, you know, the blame or the credit for who we are. Take responsibility. That's what you said earlier, yes. and you should say it tonight. Take responsibility. We all adults have to stop blaming our parents yeah, for I, the way we act today. We I, are free. A thousand percent agree. My father, so. was he cheated on my mom all the time. If anything, it was an example of what not to do for me. And I went the other way. So, yes. so, so you make your own choice. Exactly. And give a chance to a man who has a bad father and judge him, not his father. Same for a woman. Sometimes a woman has a terrible mom. She's a great woman. I, I, Simon... Voila. Simon, you're always in here <laughs> making sense. I love it. Thank you so much thank for your you, brilliance. Oh, thank oh, you, Angie. Simon, you can uh, hit us up anytime. If you have a question, you need some advice, you want to go into Bonjour Simon, we'll read your email. Yes. TheRendezvousShow.com. You can see Simon's FYI show. And a date or dump. If you don't know what to do, We'll with your partner, you. Angie and I will tell you as it is. I'm a romantic. She's a realist. That's right. And at the end, we give it to you. We'll figure it out for you. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. 
The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.